Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, shift listeners. Sorry that it's a day late, but you know what? Sometimes it's been a day late so many times that maybe this is just the right day. <laughs> Have a guest on Monday, but with my sister visiting and we've been like uh well firstly she's visiting and uh trying to show her around and be like to her guide obviously but i also have to prepare for the special that's in two and a half weeks so i just didn't have the brain space to have like a guest over and try to figure it all out plus i wanted to get in as much showing her the city as possible yeah um but yeah so that's why this is late and leland long is the guest here I am. <laughs> Here he is. I'm doing it. From the Idiot's Catalog. Yeah, that's my podcast. That's a podcast. I didn't just like offend him. <laughs> He's an yeah, idiot. That's where I found him. The Idiot's Catalog. Yeah. Um, we just moved in together. Yeah, exciting. It is exciting, especially for the OG. I mean, like, it's exciting for us, but I mean, for the OG listeners, because they heard me like every week was just like another insane dating story and now yeah. it's like oh i'm like living with someone we wrote uh two memes about each other right away when we moved in did we what was your meme about me your meme about me was no what was your meme about me well yours yours first because oh, okay i don't remember either of these by the way your meme about me was moves in with boyfriend finds spice that went out of date in 2009 oh right yeah yeah okay and then my meme to counteract that was when girlfriend moves in, has a million clothes to put away, but first things first, has to rearrange the spice rack. <laughs> <laughs> there was spice from 2009. You haven't even lived here in 2009. Did you come in and just not move anything? No, I've moved a lot since. No, 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 not before we moved. Before I moved it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> since not I the moved, spice. Uh, I, yeah, I just didn't look at the expiration <laughs> date. I didn't know spice expired. Well, this wasn't even really spice. It was a herb. It was like bay leaf. It was gray. Mm. But all the spices, it works bread. Um, it's like a fine wine. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is, uh, but we've made it more girly. Yeah. Uh, Got some nice curtains. It's weird, though. Like, So I'll li- be like saying, everybody I've said it to has said, oh, you've made a girly or feminine when I've been like, oh, I've like brought in some stuff and I've changed place around and the automatic reaction is always like, oh, you've made it more feminine. And it's like, why is like organized and clean or just associated with feminine? Not that you're ever dirty, but I mean, I have a different definition of clean. Why is that? That's not, that shouldn't be just. I think it's because men are just generally associated with being dirty and gross. I guess so. And they don't give as much a shit about cleaning and. I guess so. Living filth. Yeah, and put hats as decorations All on right. the wall. You're getting too personal with it now. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about all my sexual preferences, but not the hats. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Well, well, I thought it'd be fun to do. Let me just turn on my laptop because I closed it and I forgot. How do you feel living with your girlfriend? I feel great. <laughs> I didn't it, yeah, I mean, what a pointed it, question to ask because <laughs> as the interviewer, I am also the girlfriend. So you can be yeah. like, oh, what a huge mistake. Imagine if that was the whole podcast was just arguing now of me being like, no, I don't really like it. It's <laughs> it's not for me anymore. Um, I feel like I haven't got a like true sense of it yet because you moved in and it brought my sister and right immediately away. <laughs> your sister came to visit which is fine I'm, I'm glad she's here but um and it's what we had to do because we didn't want to move yeah while someone's I, visiting because that's that's kind of shitty to be on vacation and have to deal with a move yeah that would be awful that's why we did it earlier yeah i didn't have to move until technically tomorrow but um yeah we just wanted it all be ready so my sister could come and she could be in manhattan and then yeah she wouldn't have to move as well that'd be such a shit ad- addition to her holiday yeah so i feel like i'll get a true sense of uh what it's like to live together when we're actually living alone together but oh I mean, so your answer is undefined is that what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> uh, ask me next week yeah yeah, yeah. Give me, I'll, I'll follow up <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been great though yeah yeah like uh, and it's been nice like getting to like invest in the place because i do feel like wh- i've only really been like a year or two in every apartment in new york city and i've never really felt like investing loads and even in the apartment me and sam were living in it was kind of like i really hated the landlord and i like made my bedroom nice but i wasn't really didn't really want to spend too much money on anything like putting up pictures or anything in the kitchen where yeah. or the living room uh whereas now with this place, like I've already bought a sh- like a floating shelf mm-hmm. and I'm like designing it and we got curtains for the kitchen and it's just like, it feels like, oh, it's not like a waste of money or whatever. Yeah. Because you're stuck with me. Absolutely. You're stuck with me. Thanks. Um, there is this thing and it was like, best relationship advice. Oh, also I should just say, there'll be no videos this because we're too tired. I'm not doing a video. So, but Patreons, I will get back to regular scheduling soon just yeah because uh, i still have to do a solo podcast for them um and then this wasn't up a week early either but i'm sure you guys understand because i had just had to do the hard thing about trying to do a special when you're not famous <laughs> is that you know i'm doing all like actually the last few weeks has been more promo than actually working on the material which is very stressful for me so like yeah. i need to like work on the material tomorrow like obviously i'm working on the material when i'm doing it on stage but like then when off stage, I'm not like writing or editing it because I'm trying to like email this person, email do that. But, uh, you know, I just feel very stressed it's out. It's a lot. Yeah. It's too much. I just want to make it already. Um, so there was like best relationship advice. Just one of those Google things. Will I read this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go into this one. Brides.com. Ew. Should I? Maybe not that yeah, one. Yeah. No. Let's start, start with that. Okay. Sounds let's start fun. with Brides. It says best. So this is written for brides. I guess so it said the advice everyone in a new relationship absolutely needs to hear well if you're a bride in a new relationship you should stop because (laughs) that's (laughs) a bit soon but maybe they mean because sometimes people think like when they write these articles they're talking about like new relationship for a husband and wife but oh well just brides.com who's reading this brides.com if you're just casually dating maybe one of the bridesmaids (laughs) (laughs) the bride sent this email chain all to the bridesmaids yeah it's for you ladies um have you gotten butterflies at the start of a new romantic relationship <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> i already hate this article <laughs> uh, 
All right, I'm just going to scroll. That's not because butterflies is your gut telling you it's toxic and to get out. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> That's not always true. You, no. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it depends on where you come from and what background, but uh, there's little bugs in your gut, and sometimes you can get mixed up with the feelings of like excitement, also as gut feeling to run. It could also be like happy nervousness. Yeah, that too. Just saying. I think that's what the positive <laughs> butterflies are uh, attributed well, to. <laughs> sometimes I don't, it's I moths. Think, yeah, okay. <laughs> Did you have moths in your stomach? Run away. I don't think any time <laughs> anyone's like, oh, I got butterflies. They're like, I need to get out of here. It's red flags. Me? You, you left when you felt butterflies. But I was dating. I was attracted to possessive and jealous and i think that you are thinking of a different thing (laughs) you're like you don't know words (laughs) yeah because it sounds like you're thinking of the knot in your stomach you get when you're like nervous butterflies though i don't think i've ever had butterflies then oh no with me (laughs) (laughs) no with you it just feels like it always felt very kind of calm at the start i Mm. think maybe a bit nervous and i'm not really sure you know what I was doing, but I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. I've had butterflies with you. Thanks. Yeah, but you have a well-adjusted life. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like pretty quickly, like there'd be nervousness and there'd be situations that would feel a bit like, oh, is this like a, you know, a thing that I need to worry about or whatever. Um, You know, when you're like first start dating, those yeah. little feelings in your stomach where you're like, oh, is this going to be a thing? Is this going to be an issue? Yeah, I understand that. I think butterflies are more like excited, giddy. Excited, giddy. Yeah, yeah. Especially I guess. when you're like, I'll I give me. I would just be so nervous when I'd first start dating someone that I, I kind of like. I feel like so much more better when I'm already like in the relationship because at the start I'm just like, how, how do I hold this cup or whatever? Like, I'm sh- maybe I read as cool and comfortable, but I think that's kind of butterflies-ish. Okay, because that's example, horrible. <laughs> that's no, a horrible it's good. Feeling. Example I was going to give is when we were, uh, the first time we ever kissed when we were leaving that club mm-hmm. and I, when we were walking and I was like, oh, you feeling a vibe? You know the story. Yeah. Uh, that was, I felt like butterflies in that moment. Yeah, I was really, really drunk. Well, I said so it could have just remember. been dizziness. <laughs> 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 so I could have and I just don't remember. But you're right. And I didn't think about it. I do. I have felt butterflies with crushes where it hasn't developed into anything. Sure. That too. You know, where it's just like, oh, excited to see them at like something. And then it just. So I guess I just don't remember because I feel like we kind of kissed pretty much straight away. Oh, I guess I had butterflies when we were going to hang out. Yeah, I know what butterflies is. Yeah. Because when we were going to hang out that night and Marcella came along. Um, and I was like, yeah, come hang out with me, my friend. And I was getting a bit of like, a, oh, I fancy him. He seems nice. Mm, yeah, yeah. And so I guess that was butterflies. Like a little like, like, yeah. Just a little a like l- excitement. Feeling, excitement, and like, yeah. Like, That's I don't know true. what's going to happen, but it looks like things are going yeah, in the right oh, direction. we're never going to get that again. That's all right. We've <laughs> moved on to bigger, better things. <laughs> I had a dream. I had two dreams the past nights that I was like having butterflies. <laughs> All the butterflies come out the first time you fart in front of each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Escape. <laughs> then they're gone for forever. But I actually, now that we're talking about it, realizing that I had two, because I have very vivid dreams all the time, and they're usually like oh, world 
ending or like aliens have come into different dimensions shit like it's really vivid like sci-fi movies yeah i know but i did this week have two vivid dreams where i was like starting to date someone and now that i'm thinking about those dreams i think i had like the excited feeling <laughs> <of> those dreams. <laughs> you got butterflies in your dreams well. i think so because in the dream i was like excited and like flirting with the person but in one dream i remember thinking don't i have a boyfriend but in the dream i didn't have a boyfriend but i think that was my subconscious being like wow. this you don't even be don't even be dreaming about this shit good to know you're non-monogamous in your dreams <laughs> well i know i felt a bit of guilt in the dream my dreams are very vivid just be ha- i just ha- was happy i wasn't having a really bad yeah sounds like a good dream yeah it's okay to kiss some other people in your dreams i'll quote you on that one (laughs) (laughs) it's not okay for you okay (laughs) how quickly it changes yeah yeah yeah. one rule for you and a different rule for me okay keep the past in the past Mm, what is this a big mistake we're back on the list by the way oh yeah i tend to not explain (laughs) (laughs) i do that in stand-up sometimes i'm like i'll watch the video and be like fair play for that audience (laughs) for following along they're like oh we were talking about butterflies and now we're keeping the past in the past (laughs) yeah a big mistake people uh make when dating someone new is bring all their fears concerns and past negative relationship experience to the current relationship okay i did that sure yeah so i mean i think that's really hard to expect someone not to unless there's enough time where they're like single and work on yourself and go to therapy but i started therapy after dating, so yeah that one's tough because you just have to like as a human being go off of your past experiences mm-hmm. i think that is really hard because of course if you've dated like five people in a row who had commitment issues you'll probably be looking for that in the next in the sixth person you date like well he didn't yeah. commit to wearing his jacket all night and it's cold probably doesn't want a relationship you know you might read into like little yeah, yeah things yeah. that one's tough because it's like uh you have to have experience enough dating and relationships to know that people are different yes and if you do some find someone that you vibe with and have a long relationship then it's tough to have that experience you know it's like a catch-22 yeah and people generalize like all us women will always be like oh all men are blah all men are so stubborn all men are emotionally unavailable all men have commitment issues which isn't true it's just we date so many men who are like that then it just becomes like a generalization and then and then you talk like that amongst your friends so it's probably not great yeah yeah. but yeah so it can be just yeah it's hard not to go in there with like you know like first date like what's going to be wrong you know looking for the red flags yeah so that one's that one's a tricky one yeah oh, brides magazine get the fuck out of here <laughs> brides tip avoid interrogating your date about their past experience aim for engaging conversational dialogue i love how they basically said you know like conversational dialogue it's like the same thing anyway fuck off that flows naturally instead of scripted line or targeting questioning um i mean you brought like a questionnaire so (laughs) (laughs) that was like our third date though yeah and i think what they're saying at least what i interpret this is don't 
talk about like past dating experiences yeah which a lot of guys do they kind of like trauma bond with you in new york city anyway and they'll be like and then my ex did this and it was so hurtful and then the woman's like oh my god you poor thing yeah and then they've created this weird sort of like i'll take care of you and i mind you and i'm your free therapist and it's it's not great i loved that you didn't that was like because i was trying to like not go for the same type of guy but that was definitely on like a positive that you never you didn't like to really talk about your ex up top but when it came up it wasn't like in a negative thing it was like oh we were together and you know it was yeah. you know we broke up and that was kind of it and you've never like bad mouthed her or never really gone into too much unless i've asked yeah i think a good rule of thumb is even if it seems like it could come up in conversation unless they ask you it's like explicitly just don't bring it up until the second or third date yeah i also think don't ask i hate when people ask about your exes because like for me i don't have a great like i don't have a great relationship with any of my exes or they were like not really long term in the past um eight years anyway so it's like it's a hard one to talk about without sounding like without bitching yeah. And you don't want to do that. So I'd always just be like, well, you know, just sort of haven't had a long-term relationship in America. Yeah. It is weird, though, too, because you want to, like, you do get curious, you know, about yeah. this new person you're seeing. And, like, it's not exactly the same as a job resume, but, like, <laughs> you want to know what their experience is like. Yeah, but then you judge them and you can't help it because it's like... Oh, but that's all of dating. I know, all of dating in the beginning is judging and judging and I judging. Know, I know. It's hard, though, because it's like, oh, he's just out of a relationship. He's not going to be really for a relationship. Oh, he hasn't had a relationship in a long time. Well, that's a red flag. Or same for the girl. Like, oh, you just have, like, three-month-long relationships or, you know, whatever you answer. Like, it's like you just have to, like, get to know the person. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, second real. or third date is yeah. when you talk about that stuff. Yeah. Because you're also and it can like be interesting and you can be nosy and but I never I never asked I never I still we're going out a year and a half is it yeah, yeah and I still don't know your ex's name and I forget you said it recently but it didn't stick in my brain <laughs> but it was more just at the start I never asked because I didn't want to like fall into the trap of like going on Instagram I'm comparing or because you know either it'd either be like oh she's hot well is she that's you know that's good but that's bad you know because if she's not hot that's bad as well you know that's sort of way yeah. you don't want to like get into any toxic and i'm I, a what i don't know won't hurt me type of person and i think that's healthy keeping it non-personal mm -hmm. so you can talk about exes but don't associate a name with There's it no just just have face, it be a yeah. faceless figure I think that's the I think that's the best for me anyway because I even know like we're obviously so secure in our relationship now and we're living together and stuff like that but I don't need to I right now if I knew her name her first and last name I still wouldn't google her because but at the start you'd just be you'd be like well of course I'm not gonna do that while you're typing <laughs> the fucking name into Instagram yeah yeah so it can it's just better to kind of like um uh abstinence you know, <laughs> um, uh, it says here, don't make comparisons. It's easy to instantly start comparing your relationship to your SO. What the hell does that mean? Significant other. Mm. 
it's easy to start comparing your relationship to your significant other. Oh, your relationship or your significant other oh, okay. to other relationships or partners, but it won't do you any good and it will upset your current partner. Yeah, I guess that's like saying like, um, well, you know, John, I've never dated John. I'm actually related to John's, but anyway, John <laughs> uh, used to make me porridge every morning. That's really toxic. Can't be doing that. No. And you've never done that. I don't no. think either one of us has ever never done that. You kind of just like take each new relationship as a blank slate. Say what you want to need. Say what you want to need. And then uh, you just try and fight back those preconceived notions that we talked about earlier that you gained from other dating. And, you know, I hate when people do this. And people do this not just in relationships, but I, I truly hate it in relationship. But I'll, I'll give you an example. Remember I was telling you about that guy the other day when I was like, how do I do it where it's like, he's hardly going to be listening to this, so I'm sure it's fine. But um, when you say something to someone like, mm, and they put an emotion on you that's not yours. And it's very like manipulative. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of an example without telling the example that happened the other day. So I'll just have to do that. Okay. But um, there was a person at work clocking in and they kind of clocked in at like a weird time and i wasn't sure do they and they meant to clock in at five or six but it was like 20 to six so i was like hey what time do you start and they were like okay fine okay fine and had their hands up and started to walk out of the bar and i was like what and they were like i get it i get it and i was like i don't <laughs> i was just like i'm just asking what time do you start and they were like it's fine it's fine i won't clock in i'll i'll wait and I'm like, I don't care what time you clock in, if it's five or six or, or 20. To, I just it seems to be different every week. And I just I just wanted to know. I was just curious because obviously I'll tell the nighttime bartender so that, that they can uh, mark off our hours or whatever. But it's like it's not really. I just wanted to know. Like, yeah, cause it's, 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 it's different each time. And are you here or are you not? And it's like not a big deal. But they this person goes, I get it because of the tips. You do, like you want me to stay. You don't want me to come in because tips. I get how bartenders are. And I'm like. I don't even do the tips. I don't give a... F and then he's already gone out the door. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't do the tips. I just literally... It's like the technicality I need to mark down when yeah. they're when they're working. And I'd like to know for the... You know, I work one day a week. I'd like to know when people are coming... When the person is coming in so I can write it down properly. But other than that, I don't divide the credit card tips. It's the nighttime person. So... But it was just annoying because they put that on me. Um, this feeling that I didn't feel and didn't give me a chance. But I feel like people do that sometimes in relationships when, um, when they're like act like you're annoyed or upset when you're not does that make sense no <laughs> <laughs> so i guess when someone i i understand the example like they're being weird about some things so they're putting it on you hmm. and but it's not you you don't think or feel that way like oh like if you if someone's like you think i look bad in this dress don't you because you didn't compliment me and it's like i never even and then like the person the girl is upset because you didn't compliment she thinks you don't look nice in it am i making sense or am i like really really tired right <laughs> now does this not make sense i think you're making a little bit of sense i just hate when someone puts a feeling or an emotion on you and gets like makes a big thing about it and does like a, uh, okay and you're like i didn't even yeah yeah you know they kind of i guess it's like gaslighting a bit or something sure, yeah. yeah okay okay so i hate gaslighting <laughs> <laughs> we got to it we got to the thank bottom you, of it thank you so don't do that um what's the next one? i also think like oh okay wait yeah you're right look at actions more than words yeah, yeah that's obvious because i always looked at your actions 
anything you need to with men because you're not men in general aren't the best with words and when a man yeah. is really good with words it kind of tends that he's not great with his <laughs> actions yeah you know he'll promise you fucking everything under the sun you'll first start dating and my experience has been they'll be like and i've had this a couple of times where I've never, I mean, I've had this m- multiple times. It's actually insane. Like, I'm such, you know, where you're like, God, I'm such a fool. Because be like, I've never met anyone like you. I've never, um, ex- like, felt this, like, feeling so strong so quickly. Um, and I even had one guy being like, I've been holding off sex um, for, like, a year. I wanted to wait until I met someone that I really felt a genuine connection with. And I feel like that's you. And yeah. then it turns out he, like, had a girlfriend and just started dating me and never broke up with her. So he, it was complete Jesus. bullshit. But um, and his actions were all terrible, do you know, and he would always apologize when he would do something and he was so he was all the talk, but not the fucking walk. Whereas you, you're you're not like the best with your words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have moments. Yeah you, are, yeah, you say very sweet things, but I mean, like I you would say yourself, there's like certain things you would like to get work better on communication and stuff. Yeah, but your your actions are great. Like every morning you always make me a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. and toast you always get up so i feel very loved and mm-hmm. then um you know you'll like show up to things and be there or if like i need something like let's say something happened and i need the camera you would drop it over like just i know i, I know you have my back and that re- you know reliability and stuff yeah. like that yeah that guy sounds awful the guy that's like i've never met a woman like you before but it's also just as bad as the guy who's the opposite just like oh, i've met plenty of women like yeah. you before <laughs> I'm not saving my sex at all. I think it's genuine when it's after a bit of time. Mm, So like that was all the, all those guys who said things like that to me. It was like, one guy was like talking about how like, you know, maybe we knew each other in a past life because he's never felt. And like on the train on the way over, he saw a bag for, uh, and it had a painting on it that I had messaged about in the messaging. And he was like, that's like a sign. And then like, I mean, like the thing lasted fucking two months. That's pretty funny. A guy that's like, I've never met a woman like you before. And you're just like, a stranger? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you don't never, know me. Have you ever met a woman? <laughs> I know. And that, I like, what, an Irish person? Yeah. A foreigner. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, too. It's like, uh, that happens in friendships, too. You know, where people like, any, I think, like, so not even just relationships, but if someone bonds with you really quickly, it could be nice. And you feel like all this ray of, like, sunshine where you're like, oh, I found this friend that I'm really close to and I click with very quickly. But yeah, oh, everybody, the best advice I feel like I've ever learned in out of that, like out of like learning from my mistakes is take your time to get to know people. If it's A, in relationships and B, in friendships. And like you can have the great crack and stuff. But remember, always look at, I actually know this person a month or I only know this person a few weeks or it really takes time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever told my best friends that they're my best friends. <laughs> you know? Okay, well, there we go with the words. Well, no, I just think that that's like, you get to a point where it's kind of just known. Oh. And you don't have to say it explicitly. I'm your best friend. You're my, you're my everything. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met a girl like me before? <laughs> no. Um, I've never been to Ireland. Uh, <laughs> uh, you have, like Christmas. <laughs> um, but just like I'm thinking about like people who are in friend situations where the person like love bombs them and it's like, you're my best friend. Yeah. And that's like a lot of pressure. It is. The friend situation can be a lot because I find, I, w- I don't know if it's the same in male friendships. I definitely have heard a lot of women complain about this over my life where female friendships can get 
like can be amazing and so supportive but also can border a line of toxic when it's like too much you yeah. know where it's like we're best friends we do everything every day and oh you went to the coffee with siobhan without me and you start to become like a pair but you're not like in a relationship and your partner wouldn't care if you went for coffee without Siobhan yeah um yeah. Leland was laughing at me because I I I really like to invite people like if it's like a group thing I'll invite everybody because I never want anyone to feel left out but when I I love to have one-on-one coffee with people just to really get the chats and get the crack and get that like intimate and I don't really have like groups of friends I have friends in different groups so I make like an effort to go I've like some groups but mainly it's friends in different groups if that makes sense yeah and you go one-on-one and i'll go incognito because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i never want to like upset someone or make them feel left out so I, I like won't you know unless it's like sometimes i'll post an instagram story but for the most time i'm like i'm off the radar or, or like because someone because someone might be like hey will you be in the city today and i'll only have time and i've already planned so i have to be like I actually have plans and sorry, but then I don't want to like post and be like, well, I've chosen, but you know, I've already made and you, so I, it, yeah, I, I do feel a bit, you have to be, you were saying I was like a spy, but it's not like that. I just don't want anyone ever to feel like I'm not prioritizing them either, but it's just hard to see everybody and do everything. Yeah. And then you see other people and they're like fucking Instagram story and every fucking, and I, I honestly think Instagram story and uh, events out should stop because someone by accident is getting left out and someone's getting FOMO so yeah. I think we all need to put your put your picture of Dermot Kennedy or whatever because that's where I, I was at free concert the other night. put your picture of Dermot Kennedy and put your picture of the beach but we don't unless it's like all your friends there we don't need to tag them do you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I feel like that would help people a lot <laughs> yeah it's a tricky one I know and I still do it sometimes but like I yeah I was just thinking there about how like people get in trouble or like someone will message you and be like where was my invite? And I'm like, uh, to Starbucks? What? I just yeah. went down and got myself a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think to invite me? And then, you know, not everybody is. And that's why it's really important to keep healthy people in your life and boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And like, also be okay with your friends going off and doing their own thing. And, you know, I can't believe we just totally spiraled off into that. But I feel like men don't get that as much. We do a little bit. Oh, you do? See, For I just sure. don't know about it. Yeah. There's like... um friends that are really like latch on and oh yeah i remember one of your friends is like that yeah yeah and it's like um <laughs> him specifically was like someone who's very charming and fun he is not charming i would are disagree. we thinking of the same person? yeah we are um it, yeah really yeah i think he's the most neanderthal person i've ever met that doesn't mean he's not charming he's dumb neanderthal is not charming okay all right Agree to disagree. <laughs> but um, he's just got very, like, toxic traits. And and by toxic traits, you mean lines of cocaine every five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when his friends drop off one by one and there's only one left, then he really, like, clings on to them and yeah. puts a lot of pressure on them. And it's like, that's not No, you're okay. right. Uh, okay, that's interesting. I guess I've heard more women complain about it, but I also probably have just have more women in my life. Over For the, sure. Over the past, yeah, yeah, and women open up more. Yeah. So maybe there is men, and it's just they just don't open up about it. Or mm hmm. Be vulnerable. They know what I'm reading. This is my reading <laughs> voice. Be vulnerable, even if you're afraid. That's really important. I yeah. say that to the audience sometimes. Like when I'm talking to them, I'm like, okay, like 
if I'm asking them a question, I'm like, be vulnerable. I'm being vulnerable up here. We're all going to be vulnerable. Then we can all laugh, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to like say what you're, what I said earlier, say what in, you're insecure about and then your partner reassure and vice versa. Yeah. And say what you're worried about and what you're upset about and how you feel. And yeah, being vulnerable is so important. I remember having a friend and I can't remember who it was and like a friend I'm not friends with anymore so I'm not worried about them like listening to this just like this is when I was younger but not wanting to say I love you to someone and like holding out um, because like the man should do it or whatever Uh, but I was just like maybe if you be vulnerable they'll be vulnerable yeah you know and maybe they're thinking the same thing (laughs) you just had a fucking what's it called stand hold stole stole stand still stand still (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah do you have anything to say on that no not you want to hear the bride's tip yeah yeah that's the, the bride's tip uh, show your vulnerability without feeling totally overwhelmed by sharing your personal story I also love this t- sorry to cut you off I love that this list is like someone made this list and they're like let's hear what a bride has to say about it all too because she's got it all figured out you know as <laughs> if marriage is the end all be all for <laughs> everybody bride's tip before she's divorced yeah yeah and it also says um it's really important not to interrupt your partner when they're reading out loud <laughs> <laughs> and she just says share a personal story no fucking duh what other stories you've been you've just been sharing like the news <laughs> yeah. for the past four days how are you married uh, don't embellish the truth or brag. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Who doesn't embellish the truth? Everybody embellish. A good story is embellishing. I've never embellished the truth with you. Yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. Everybody does. That's Bragging is a huge turn off about men and women. Yeah, I mean, no one, no one, I, I people don't brag in Ireland, so that's an American yeah. quality. Uh, oh my God, <laughs> I have an A from... Harvard and I an A <laughs> I don't know I'm going to fucking college over here I have a 4.5 GPA even though it only goes to 4 <laughs> there you go yeah and then the men are like y'all gonna fuck you all night a guy did once say that to me that he's gonna fuck you all he night was terrifying <laughs> that is pretty terrifying it's like when will we sleep he fell asleep on top of me so he didn't well yeah he didn't finish the job for mm. aren't you glad we could talk about these things yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago that was when i was like young it was horrific nobody nobody wants to oh, i don't even know where men think that's attractive i'm gonna fuck you all night nobody wants that no and you, you clock d- in your clock out yeah <laughs> <laughs> um you can be proud of who you are without listing all your life accomplishments that's what she said about the bragging thing i don't know i think whatever yeah i don't i don't like it when someone w- is like obnoxious yeah it kind of comes up in casual conversation like oh you know i did really well in my my degree or but i decided to go a different route or yeah i'm a manager or whatever yeah i think you have to like tactfully do it tactfully. you know if you be if you be humble about your yeah. brags don't grab the the jug of water and pour it and be like you see this i bench a million i don't know how to speak i have to stop <laughs> using analogies where i don't understand <laughs> How it works, but I uh, bench a million in my Harvard gym class. I got an A. Yeah, shut up. 
it says stay in the moment remind yourself that being in a new relationship is time of discovery and curiosity i think that's really important because we tend to fantasize a lot like i'll when i was younger i'd be in a new relationship and i'd be um we'll wrap this up soon uh i'd be in a new relationship oh my god I really have to because i gotta get up oh my god <laughs> living the dream i'm gonna get up in the morning and go all the way to vermont um but you'd fantasize and be like oh well, what's it gonna be like when i meet his mother i'll bring irish tea and you're like on the fucking second date yeah and so that was helpful to learn to stop doing that yeah yeah, yeah. definitely it's because hard, it though. uh not only does it like um disappoints you when that stuff doesn't work out the way that you fantasize yeah not only that but it also distracts you from enjoying the early stages of dating yeah and so you're not really enjoying and, and living in the moment and like relishing what's happening now. You're looking way too far ahead. Yeah. And um, living in the moment is just good for all life, though, you know, just being present and yeah, just like when you go to fantasize, it's once you know it's just a fantasy or whatever. Anyway, my advice wasn't really anything more than what you just said there, but... <laughs> <laughs> it last er, it says refrain f- refrain from being needy. Mm. How do you regulate that? I though? was just about to say someone else's needy is very different to someone else's. Like the definition of needy is very different depending on person to person. Because some people are very like, I only want to see my partner once a week. I I did it a guy who was like, I only saw my ex once a week for five years, and I was like, that's mental to me, because I like. Yeah. to see my partner a lot and I like the attention and I like the ex- you know sharing like to feel like a partnership yeah yeah so to them like twice a week was needy yeah five years he was with his ex that's mental to me I get that the the like neediness isn't not a great thing but it's like I think it's just so case by case basis yeah like being dependent have your own friends have your own shit going on outside like like we do so many shows so we're kind of off doing our own thing sometimes and then we come back um but i mean if you don't have shows or you're off doing your own thing um get a you know get a hobby maybe outside each other you know or yeah just do something friends with you friend time alone sometimes i remember when you said that like you were like my when we first started dating you were like oh, what I'd love is for you to be friends with my friends and we could all hang out all the time. And I was like, that's not going to happen because they're like so much younger than me, some of them. Mm, yeah. Um. And I do think it's nice when we do it sometimes. But it's also nice. It's like also you're not going to come around with the girls. So it's like yeah, nice yeah, for you to no, have that it is, space. It is uh, now that we've lived it a bit, it is, I've changed my mind. It's nicer to have yeah. two separate friend groups that yeah. we can go off to yeah. that aren't like they won't conflict yeah like we can hang out with each other's friends but it's not like yeah we can still hang out with each other's but it's nice to have your own space and go off and then be able to come back and be like oh we did this and we talked about this and like tell each other and also be able to bitch about them yeah (laughs) absolutely how it's different humors like what me and my girls laugh about and talk about is totally different to what you and your friends and it's like that's okay yeah because then we come together and we have our own humor and chats yeah It's also like, um, we're not going to break up, but I've heard horror stories of people breaking up and they had the exact same friends and it's like, right now what happens? I mean, 
I you would keep the friend if it was your friend. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, saying yeah, in yeah, the situation yeah. where you're all friends with the same people. No, no, no. I'm just saying if I had been a thing where you had like pulled me into your friends, I just yeah, I just yeah, it just would have never worked. But um, I know, but if I if know. if you did get pulled in and got sucked in and became as good of friends with them as I am, then yeah, it's I like would. that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, because some people are in that. Some people have that sort of dynamic with their relationship i did have that with my ex in ireland yeah and so when we broke up it was kind of, it was qu- quite awkward and like we worked together and then he was he hung around with all my work friends and my school friends so i kind of was just like oh but i had college friends which was good but then i i really didn't i really felt like i didn't have uh my group at home anymore because he was just always there and then anytime i would go out he was just like so angry he would cause so much drama so it was really shit yeah yeah so i was like that was one of the reasons on top of a few that i moved to america because i was like well i can't really go out with my friends here unless i go out with my college friends and even if i did go out in the town like He's just always drinking in the town and it was just always like an issue. Or if I go into the our main bar, he worked there because I worked there as well. And he was there at work. But yeah, so we all not only worked together, had the same friend group. So it was all mixed together and lived in the same town. So yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but you just have to change. You just have to move to a different com- continent when that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, Their thing is about it. Avoid constantly texting, calling, or making demands to see your significant other because you'll stress them out. Yeah, and I think that's... Yeah, you don't need to be calling. I think demands at all in a relationship is a bit much. Yeah, what do you mean? Just demands. Like, you have to do... Th- yeah, but you get like... You thought I was demanding something today, and I was like, I wasn't demanding. And I know. So yeah. you get like a little sensitive with that. I sometimes. think I just think the word demand is aggressive. Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll disagree with you because I don't think you shouldn't demand anything like you need to do this for me. But sometimes people need to set their standards and be like, this is what I expect in the relationship and you need to meet me up here. Sure. And that could be technically classified as a demand. I guess so, yeah. Um, But the person needs to not like be like, they just need to be like, well, if I want to be with this person, I need to do those things or, you know, that's not my, that's not my. But texting all the time and calling all the time like, we send each other memes and stuff, but I'm not like, how are you every fucking five seconds and you're not like that? That'd be exhausting. No, yeah. It's definitely at a point where... And just know if they don't text back, it's not. Especially when you're already in a relationship. Yeah. And it's at the point where if I haven't responded in a couple hours, I'm not, like, worried. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't text back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a drama or whatever. Yeah. If there's something, I'll just call. But it's not. I'm not going to keep calling. I remember one time being in the car with one of the lads back home. And his, him and his ex just broke up and she called 47 times. No, they hadn't broken up yet. It was before they broke up, sorry. And she called 40, he was, they were like about to break up. And she called 47 times in the space of like 15 minutes. And Jesus. he was like, see this shit that I'm dealing with? And I was like, how does she have the... Stamina, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Gotta get that's a thumb- youth. That's gotta, youth. You gotta get a thumb cast after that. Yeah. Don't give up time with family and friends. That's really important. Listen and stay curious. Okay, this is the last one. <sighs> Listening is a skill and communication, the two. Blech. Even though that's fine, I agree with it. It's just a corny sentence. Most people don't uh, do very well. Oh, I just I should have finished that whole sentence before I said that. I'll say it again. Listening is a skill and communication <laughs> tool. Most people don't do very well. Yeah, I mean, that's f- yeah. Listen to each other. Ask each other. Keep checking in. You say things are. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that you have to like learn. It's like you have to learn 
the language of the other person every time you date someone new in order to communicate with them, you know? It's not exactly yeah. learning a new language, but you just have to figure out how to specifically communicate with that person. Yeah, and what their what what their words mean. Like when I say I'm I'm fine I'm fine, it means I'm fine. Yeah. Or if I say it's grand it means it's okay. But to you it's grand you thought it meant like this like it's amazing. It's grandiose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm sure if you dated someone else who said it's fine, it might mean it's not fine. Or when I say leave me alone, that means come over and give me a hug. Yeah. But when you say leave me alone, it means leave me alone. And it's like yeah, learning because yeah, yeah. like, you know, some women will, or men will be like angry and they'll be like, don't follow me. But then they're like, why didn't they follow me? Yeah. <laughs> or then they'll be like, don't follow me. And someone follows them and like, I said, leave me alone. You know, so it's yeah. just like finding out what, what, yeah, because people just mean different things or... Yeah, and, and with men, it's, like, uh, especially, like, uh, tricky because, um, like, I remember when we were early dating and you would storm off <laughs> expecting me for co- to come after you. I'm like, I don't want to come after be- her and be the creepy guy that won't leave her alone, yeah. you know? And I stormed off for good reasons, by the way. You <laughs> made me sound like a crazy person. Yeah, you did. But it's just, like... Um, because you don't want them to walk away and be like, he wouldn't leave me alone after I left. Yeah. And it's like, is it that? Or do you want me to come not leave you alone? So it's tough. Yeah. Or like that time when when you bought the tickets for the museum on our first date. And I was like, oh, do you want me to send, the, uh, send you the money for my ticket? Obviously just being Irish and nice. And he was like, <laughs> okay. And then I was like, no, why is saying okay? That's like, you're meant to be like, no, I got it. And you're yeah. meant to do like a whole dance. And then you were like, well, I didn't want to like offend your independence. And I'm like, ah, I am offended now. <laughs> and then you still didn't buy me the dumplings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got your tea. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said that made up for it. I know, but still, could have got me dumplings mm. as well. But it's okay. I love you. I love you too. Can we go? Yeah. Listeners, um, I hope that was a fun episode, and I'll up- upload this. And next week, there's Mo Yakub, so it won't be early on the Patreon. But as of the week after, we'll start going early again, a week early. Um, but the video for Mo Yakub will be on the Patreon next week, and I'll upload a solo as well on the Patreon. It's just so much to do right now so i gotta prepare i got two and a half weeks to go through the oh, i'm not i don't i'm scared come to the special i'm excited but stressed come to the special go get the tickets it's on my instagram okay or i'll put it in the bio here too love you bye bye and idiots catalog go listen to idiots catalog yeah catalog spelled american way c-a-t-a-l-o-g yes so wrong okay love you bye <laughs> bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 